Hello, everybody. Welcome back, finally, to another edition of Weekly Pop. I'm Kevin Schwaller, a news editor here at The Vidette, and as always, I'm joined with... Emma Sessick, the editor-in-chief at The Vidette. It's been a very long week without Weekly Pop in our lives. Yes, it has. Uh, <laughs> we went through many mental breakdowns without our usual <laughs> chats, but we're back, and we're better than ever, and we have so much to talk about <laughs> Absolutely. today. Absolutely. A bunch of movies came out while we were on spring break, so we tried to catch up as much as we could. So, last night, we saw Love, Simon. It is based on a book. It stars Nick Ross. Robinson, Jennifer Garner, Josh Jumal, Catherine Langford, and a bunch of other amazing people. It was such a fun movie. It is the first major studio LGBT rom-com, I believe, Mm -hmm. and it has done pretty well at the box office. It has 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. And we had the best time at the theater. Our theater was legitimately screaming, clapping, (laughs) crying, yelling. As if it was like a horror movie, honestly. That's like the best theater experience. It is. We were saying, why can't we have this every single time we go to the movie? It was like the best movie experience ever. Our, our audience was so much fun. And it was a Sunday, so it was like past the big yeah. hype too. And it was still a wild time. Oh, yeah. It's just a, a very nice story for those who aren't really familiar with the Simon he has not come out as gay to any of his friends or family members and someone finds his emails that he's been sending to another gay student at at his school and kind of like threatens to blackmail him with it and so it's just kind of his journey about is like you know finding himself knowing who he is letting other people know that part of his life and it's just it was very refreshing to see this story. It really was. And like I said, it's the first LGBT rom-com from a big studio. And so if this does well, then it'll encourage other film studios to make these kinds of movies as well. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And the, again, the 91% is pretty good for review-wise because it's showing people are liking these movies and wanting to see them. Uh, no, but it was such a good movie. It, it was, was just such a nice, lighthearted movie. At the same time, it got very deep at a lot of times. Jennifer Garner is my favorite person oh, my alive goodness. right now. Since best. since the Oscars, I've just been obsessed with Jennifer Garner. She's wonderful, and she is like she's the mom that everybody wants to have. In a thirty second scene, she breaks everyone's hearts, a la Michael Stuhlberg and Call Me by Your Name. Everything about this movie was just awesome. It was, and it was a nice break from like the last few LGBT movies that we've mm-hmm. seen. Call Me by Your Name, Moonlight, and Carol were very they were more dramas and much more heavier in terms of the heartache yes. that someone might face and there was just a lot more drama around it. Yes, and Not, they're all very sad and Yeah. There's just so much heartache in yes. these mo- in those movies where it's like you like you don't know if it's gonna end happy. Yeah. Whether that means, you know they're together, they're on good terms, that or if kind they're gonna thing. throw in like AIDS or something like that. Yeah. And so this movie just kind of takes a break from all of that and it's just like, you know what, I'm a rom com for young adults. Yeah. And I just happen to be about a guy liking other liking guys in general. Yeah. And it they handled it so well and it was just and it was so funny too. It was it hysterical. Was. We it were was. we were literally laughing out loud at least five or six times. And it, and it's about a kid in high school and like you think back to your high school days mm-hmm. and it's just something that everybody can relate to the awkwardness about like just knowing who you really are and telling other people that you like someone that kind of thing and not wanting everybody to know your business so overall it's honestly a movie that everybody should go see and that i think everybody will enjoy i can't think of one reason to not like this movie exactly it was just everything about the music the cast the plot like everything about this movie was just solid right Mm -hmm. yeah tony hale is tony hale yeah we were commenting like why is he like like this why is he the vice principal that's in everybody's face all the time and i believe the director of the movie is also gay so that's awesome i was just reading something where after he watched like 
like the final final edit of the movie. He was crying, and his husband and his husband was right next there next to him, and they were both crying. And um, a lot of cast members came out during yes. the filming of this movie, and so it's on. It's just a very feel good movie where you sh- you should feel proud to be who you are. I told Emma earlier. I was like, oh, I woke up liking this movie even more than I did the night before. Mm-hmm. It was just so fun. It was. It was just such a nice feel good movie, and that's really what everyone wants right now too. It's a very good end to spring break. It is a good end to spring break. And switching gears. (laughs) Switching gears. Another therapeutic time to end spring break is a bunch of rampant murderers in The Stranger's Prey at Night. That's right. Just as great as a rom-com. You know, it's very heartfelt. Awesome music. You see a lot of red. (laughs) There is a lot of red. (laughs) (laughs) No, we just came back from seeing The Stranger's. We still smell like popcorn and ices and everything. My favorite thing. Yes. I have been obsessed with The Stranger's since 2008 when I saw it probably on DVD with my parents. Mm-hmm. We like probably rented it from our local video store. I think I probably talked about this in our Halloween podcast. I think so. And it's just been my favorite horror movie of all time since then. And then there's always been rumors like I would be on our old computer looking up Strangers 2 under like news on Google and trying to find anything about it. And then finally, five to six years later, they finally were going to start doing something. And then five more years later, it finally comes out. And so I've just been super ecstatic for this movie. And even if it was going to, you know, possibly get any bad reviews or anything, I was still, I knew I was just going to love it because of of how much I love the first one. And then, so I saw earlier reviews weren't too positive, which again, it's a horror movie, so I don't really care. But I had the best time at this movie. I told him, because he made me watch The Strangers with him sometime Mm -hmm. last year, and I loved it. It was a good time. (laughs) And I told him that I enjoyed this one a little bit more than the first one, just because of, like, these people are in an unknown setting. It's it's completely different from the first group of people that were targeted. It's just, like, an entirely different tone of the movie, which is why I feel like people didn't like it, because the first one's just full-on, like... Terrifying. Yeah, like, like you're you just, in your house, and then these people come and intrude on you. It's just that the, in the first one, it's just like this sense of doom and terror, and they outsmart them in every possible situation, mm-hmm. and it, you know it's not going to really end well for them. And then with this one, you know, you're, it starts off you hearing Kids in America. The entire movie's score is 80s music. Oh, yeah. It's definitely paying homage to the Halloween movies with these long zoom in and zoom outs of people. And when you put in total eclipse of the heart in a mm-hmm. movie, of course it's going to be a banger <laughs> and a, a great movie. Absolutely. And even the font of the opening credits and end credits of how they styled The Strangers, mm-hmm. it's just this huge tribute to 80s and 70s horror movies and I had so much fun with it and so I don't really get the negative reviews because I mean it definitely is very different and I feel like it's not trying to be as serious as the first one which I appreciate because if it was then it might fall really flat on its feet and this one they just really have a lot of fun with it yeah you can kind of tell that okay you still have the three strangers Mm. that are coming in there that's really the only thing that you can compare the first movie to every it's like it's like they just okay, this is a new idea that we're coming up with. It's like a never... Like, they completely forgot that they did a Strangers in the first mm-hmm. part. This is just uh, its own movie. And they... To- yeah, again, it, everything about it is just different, but not in a bad way. No. And one of our other editors, he loved The Strangers, and he was texting me about, about who's going to see the second one, and then he ended up saying he loved the second one. And so, again, I feel like if you haven't seen it yet, go see it, but just know that it's not exactly the same style, but it's still very well done and awesome. And... There's a bunch of fun jump scares and, again, awesome music, and the cast is great. Yeah, we have Christina Hendricks, who's really the only person that most people know, yeah. but um, Bailey Madison, Martin Henderson, Lewis Pullman, those are, like, the family members. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it was just a lot of twists and turns. The entire time you're just wondering, like, 
are they going to make it out this time? Are they not going mm. to make it out this time? And then the ending is definitely like the end a, is so much fun. It's another cl- little cliffhanger. Yeah. I, and that's also again they kind of do that in those in the Halloween movies and in those early slasher movies. So it was just so much fun. I love this movie. So between Love Simon and The Strangers and what we did over the past week, <sighs> I'm on an all time high right now. Yes. So switching gears, we'll talk a little bit about spring break because we have so much to talk about. So, so much to talk about. So last summer, uh, Kevin and I were kept talking about, as everybody knows, we love Los Angeles and movies and all that stuff. And so we were just kind of talking about, we should actually do something about this and go over there for spring break. And we did. We did. Oh, my God. We stayed in Hollywood, and that was awesome. And I had been before, so I, I kind of knew the area of Hollywood, so I wanted to stay around there anyway. And we found a really relatively cheap hotel for the pricing and for the time of the year too. And we did every single studio tour possible. Yes, we did. Uh, one of our highlights was on the day we got there, we went to the Dolby Theater, which is the home of the Academy Awards. We got to step on stage at oh, the Academy Awards just goodness. exactly a week after they happened. And they had just opened the tour up again for the public the day before yeah. because they were still cleaning up after the Oscars. So we were literally one of the first tours since they closed for the since Oscars. Jimmy Kimmel, Meryl Streep, Sir Ronan, and all walked on that stage Absolutely. and walked through that theater. And we just got to... We we got to take a tour as if we had just won the award so where we'd go after that you know where you go after that too and then we're go, going back to your seat it was so cool and we obviously also went to the chinese theater the classic theater in hollywood and we learned about its history and all this fun stuff and obviously both of these theaters are next to each other on the hollywood walk of fame so to go to each one you're seeing the stars you're seeing nicole kidman britney spears mm-hmm. i took pictures with both of course mickey mouse walt disney George Clooney, all these people. We got to see all of their handprints and footprints right in front of the Chinese Emma theater. Watson. Emma Watson, <laughs> Dan, Dan Rad, Jennifer Aniston, Brad Pitt, all of the all our parents. All of our parents were and had then, their, either their hands or their or their stars. So it was awesome, or yeah, both. Or both. If you're if you're a true star, then you get both. Then you get both. <laughs> if you're Meryl Streep, then you get nine hundred, nine million. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to Madame Tussauds Wax Museum mm-hmm. where. We made so many best friends there. With Lady Gaga and Beyonce and Michael Jackson and Elvis Presley and Alfred Hitchcock and Kylie Jenner. Julia Roberts, Charlize Theron, Meryl Streep. Again, she's everywhere. Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Who was on vacation. It was really fun. (laughs) Yeah, so Sunday was just a blast for us. And we were right next to the Jimmy Kimmel Live studio, too, Mm. so... We understand why he's hosting all the time. Right, he can just like he can, just... he can host and then go to the Oscars and host there. Go to the Chinese theater to surprise a group of people. Go back to the Oscars and then go. They're all right the next show. to each other, so it's really convenient for him. And then the next day, we went to the Warner Brothers studio and did a tour. And I had done that last last time I went, so I was like, we have to do this again. And it was so much cooler this time because we actually got to walk around house sets, mm-hmm. set house set mm-hmm. house sets. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and. We, you know, got to look into the Batman costumes and the Harry Potter costumes and all of these things. And obviously we wanted to go mainly for Harry Potter. Of course. And we definitely got our experiences worth out of it. And we went to a prop house and Central Perk, the friend set, all of this stuff. It was really friends, DC Comics and Harry Potter centric. Yeah. So I love. On the sets when we got to do the walkthrough, they were telling us that um, Shameless was filmed in some My favorite. places. Our tour guide was a huge Shameless fan, and I was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then they showed us where Gilmore Girls filmed their stuff. We saw the Fuller House house. And Pretty Little Liars yeah. was filmed there. And it's so much fun. It ha- like, it's so cool because they literally use the same exact houses for the same exact shows on the same different or same or different networks. But they, you can't tell. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're styled entirely differently. And it's really funny how they were saying, okay, so this street is Chicago. Mm-hmm. This street is New York. And 
I'm like, wow, they're so close to each other. <laughs> and they had, uh, well, part of the La La Land set where Emma Stone's character makes coffee for people. And and that's actually on the Warner Brothers set. So it's literally filmed on the Warner Brothers set because it's the Warner Brothers set. And it's so cool. And driving by that was really fun. But it was so much fun. And then one of the biggest highlights of that tour was we both got to hold an actual oh, Oscar yeah. and see like 10 Oscars. Weighs there. eight and a half pounds. Yes, it does. What? Do you remember what Oscar it was? I didn't actually. I think it was a best picture. I think so, because in that, um, so they have like a big case that holds all of the rewards. Mm -hmm. And so the one that was like in the middle, the tallest one in that case was the Casablanca best yes. picture one. So I know it wasn't that one, okay. but I, I, as I was holding it and looking at it, I just My entire memory was a blur. <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't like remember seeing what was engraved in the gold plaque, but it was beautiful. We, we almost fought with the lady to not give it back. We genuinely thought about just running for our lives away. and taking it. But we also got to see a Golden Globe there and a Tony Award. Honestly, Emmys, all of them. Everything. The NAACP, the entire entire rack up. Yep. But I blacked out at Again, that point. Again, I barely remember any of this because it was just all, yeah, we blacked out. Okay, and then we got a lot of souvenirs that we bought at the Warner Brothers um, store. So... That was just an amazing experience. So, again, in our past several days have been literally the time of our lives doing yes. what we always want to do every day for the rest of our lives, and then seeing two awesome movies. So, I again, I am just peak. This is great. <laughs> I'm never going to top this. Uh-uh. We have reached our peak. <laughs> no, this is really it for us. <laughs> so, after this podcast, things are just going to go way, 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 way down. down. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely go check out Love, Simon and The Stranger's Prairie Night in theaters. They're two awesome movies. Again, both will probably make you feel different but similar things depending on how much you like horror movies. <laughs> if you get tingles in your <laughs> body from seeing dead bodies. <laughs> well, that wraps up this edition of Weekly Pop. I don't want it to end because after this, we're just going back to our mundane provincial lives. Oh. Yep. Had to throw in the Beauty and the Beast reference. <laughs> we just want so much more than this provincial life. Uh, and we got it for four days. We did get it. <laughs> we really did. We really did. Okay. Well, Weekly Pop is back in our lives. Yes, At least that's we can good. count on that. Yes. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> that's all I can count on. And with that, I'm Kevin Schwaller. And I'm Emma Sasek, and we'll see you here next week.